Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. So I have a question for you, Pat. Is it better to have made it and lost or not made it at all? Of course, I'm talking about the NFL playoffs. Um, well, because one of our teams made it and lost and the other didn't make it. I mean, I, th- I think if you're in the case of uh, Tom Brady, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's better to have won it all or not at all. I don't even know if that makes sense. I mean, holy crap. This weekend yeah. of NFL football action. Just Wow. I think only one home team won this weekend. Yep. Now that I think about it, yep. everybody else was a visiting team that won. Yeah, the Chiefs were the only team to win at home, right? Yep, and they probably shouldn't have. Well, what about the Rams? The Rams were in Tampa Bay. Yep, you're right. Okay, yep, you are correct. Now, to be fair, after my Packers lost on Saturday night, I could not watch on Sunday. I just couldn't. But I just could not watch. It, it, it was just I, so I, I don't blame you. Brutal. So brutal. The the 49ers seem to be Aaron Rodgers' Achilles heel in the playoffs. And, and I said this from the very beginning. I told career. you, Pat, right? I don't want the 49 I don't want no right. part of that team. Why? Because they play physical football. And that's exactly how they won that game. Yeah. It really is. I mean, you you were winning for a while. And I think pretty much all the way up until the fourth quarter. And then we watched our special teams, our special needs special teams. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (coughs) so there are two plays that are a microcosm of, of how bad of a performance this was. Number one, Pat, I don't know if you saw this screenshot. The final play. Of the game. Uh, yeah. It was a field goal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We had 10 players on the field. Oh, no. Not 11. 10. Oh, no. Because it was the all 22 shot, right? So you got to see the right. whole field. Yeah, yeah, 10 players. That's now, a coaching year. 
Right. But my my mm. question to my fellow Packer fans is this. Would, the, would that extra player have mattered one bit? Because we came nowhere near blocking that kick. Nowhere near. I mean, that, that's true. You probably wouldn't have blocked it anyway, but you, still. Now, the second play that was a microcosm of, of basically that entire game, right? Uh-huh. Is the blocked punt for the six points that they needed. So San Francisco blocks the punt and every single, and I mean every single member of that Green Bay Packers special teams unit had no clue where that football was. None. In fact, 90% of them, if they if they show that shot from behind again, Pat, and you slow it down, 90% of the players are looking the exact opposite direction of where the ball was. And they scoop it up and score. Ugh. And the frustrating part is that this is coaching. This is talent evaluation. Because yeah. if you noticed something on the blocked field goal and the blocked kick punt, and, and I not to get too technical, uh, too sporty here, but if you watch them again, watch the placement of where the ball is snapped. It is about a quarter of a second difference um, in the in the process, right? Because on the on the blocked punt, the the punter catches the ball below the waist. And what does he have to do then, Pat? He has to bring the ball back up above his waist to get it in position, right? Right. That quarter of a second is the difference between that ball getting off and up over the, the hand and and it getting blocked. What happens on the blocked field goal? The, the holder, who is the punter, has to catch it almost here above, at, at face level. He's supposed uh-huh. to catch it at chest level, so he just brings it right down in one motion. But if it's up here, it's a longer time frame, and it's about a quarter of a second. Now, I don't know if this the, that kick would have been blocked or not with that quarter second of difference because we just let the guy off the edge unblocked. But having said all of that, that is down to coaching. That is down to timing. That's down to a long snapper not getting in the best position, right? All of those things are fixable, and they refuse to fix them. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I didn't watch this game. I, I wanted to, but I, I didn't get to. Um, you're telling me, because I knew about the blocked punt. Yep. There was a blocked field goal, too? Earlier in the game, there was a blocked field goal that would have put us up by... It would have put us up... You would have been 13. Right. We Either way, we yeah. would have had three extra points, and this game wouldn't have ended the way that it did. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you saw the game in overtime. And by the way, the NFL's overtime rules so suck. So suck. Hard. It, the fact did, that did it can be decided by a coin toss is ridiculous. Did they seriously just do they, like they didn't go back and forth? They just did like the like whoever scores first. Is that seriously what they did? Well, the NFL rule is if you score a touchdown and you're the so on the first possession, if you score a touchdown, the game's over. And that's what the Chiefs did. They went down the field and and uh, scored a touchdown. And I get 
the point of it, right? You should be able to stop your opponent and then you get your opportunity. I just have a I just have trouble with the coin toss is still the deciding factor, right? It's not necessarily the play on the field. So it should be you, you each team gets a possession, right? And if you fail, right. so if the other team scores a touchdown and you fail to score a touchdown on your possession, then the game's over, right? I, right. That should be where we go with this. That should be just that simple. Both teams I, have I the agree. opportunity to extend the game. But neither here nor there. What an excellent weekend of football overall. I mean, the comebacks in in the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Rams game, insane. Josh Allen throwing a 60-yard bomb in the air. 57.3, yeah. I think, was the yardage um, on that on that one touchdown when they were down by two scores. Right? It looked like this game was going to be over, and then all of a sudden, Josh Allen just whoop, right down the field, quickly becoming my favorite player in the NFL, by the way. The... Uh... The uh, Bills uh, probably really should have won that game. Yeah, really. they did. Um, they didn't because of the coin. They balls. didn't. But, um, uh, however, though, uh, are, are are you seriously not rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals at this point? Oh, absolutely. Because um, thanks to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I had a fantastic fantasy football season. Yeah, um, I'm rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals at this point. Because well, yeah, I mean, like, they're from Ohio, so. Well, yeah, but 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 like Joe Burrow's an Ohio State guy too, or at least he was originally before he went to LSU, right? Because he got beat um, out by Haskins, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in any case, um, I would like to see the Bengals and the Rams. At this point, yeah, I think that would be a great matchup, and I actually Joe Burrow is is kind of like the Josh Allen for you, as it was what he is to me at this point, because like he is just. Fun to watch, and he's only in his second year, and he's going to be argumentably probably like the next Aaron Rodgers type of deal. Problem is, he's a little too woke for me, so that's my yeah. Issue. There's that, but that's my my issue and my cross to bear, not not his. Um, I yeah. just choose you know between those two, I think I would root for Josh Allen. He reminds me so much of Brett Favre; it's unreal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think you're looking at like two of the next like big like great quarterbacks in the in the NFL though, right there. Yeah, I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Burrow, you've got um, Josh Allen, um, you got Kyler Murray, but Murray has to prove it in the playoffs here. He's got to, and he really hasn't. Well, he he will. I mean, this is his, this was his first playoff appearance, first of all, in a very and he they played the Rams, right? But the, I mean, they kind of choked it down the the final stretch they they had every opportunity to to have home field advantage right throughout the playoffs right. and uh, uh they choked injury. injuries they, they, they still were, choked i know but they they were also injured pat the, the packers played seven different offensive line lineups throughout the year and I, didn't I choke until the playoffs but the packers <laughs> were also deeper they're deeper than the cardinals are i think um yeah. and I, so, I know i i understand what you're saying yeah, but so, uh, yeah, what an interesting uh, NFL weekend it was. Um, just when you think they're gonna, you know, not hook you back in, they go and play some amazing games. I, I just, it just hurts my heart, man. I'm not kidding you. It, every year, just rip it right out, and then it'll be interesting to see what happens here. With, um, I, I'd be scared if I were in your shoes for this off season. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting because like, they got to resign Devontae Adams. They, they've they got, you know, the Aaron Rodgers situation here because he's going to count like 40 or 50 million against the cap, and they're going to have to find a way to restructure that deal, yada, yada, yada. They're about $71 right. million dollars over the cap right now. Seventy-one right. million over it, so there can be and some rough decisions having to be made. And he doesn't want to play for a rebuild, right? And, like it, and I don't blame him. Down. You're yeah. you're thirty-eight years old. Why? Why? Why would you? Right? Why would you want to get involved in something like that? Um, so retired. it'll be interesting. It really will, because I think if they could keep Devontae Adams, you're going to keep Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers will restructure that deal to be able to make that happen. Now, if you don't keep Devontae Adams, um, I think Aaron Rodgers is gone. And, and I think it's a good question as to whether or not Devontae Adams hit his peak yet, right? I think he's... And the Packers have had a really good history of this, by the way, Pat, of understanding the peakness of their wide receivers, right? Jordy right. Nelson, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. They've let all three of those top wide receivers go right as they were just passing their peak and it worked out fantastic because somebody else paid them a boatload of money except for donald driver um driver just kept you know working his contract down um but they they found a way to uh to make sure that they didn't overpay for those wide receivers and greg jennings really did next to nothing he had a couple of good years in minnesota but nothing that would have been like world beating right you you look at uh, Jordy Nelson he, when he left, he did nothing. So it'll Didn't be interesting. Go to the Raiders after that, yeah, he went to the Raiders after that. But yeah. anyway, let's get into the rest of the show, shall we? Because I'm sure our, our fans hate us talking sports. <laughs> I mean, it's not really what the show's about, but y- yes, I mean we can critically think through sports, and I think we were just doing that. But um, Pat, Russia, 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 Russia. It's all anybody wants to talk about in the warmongering, in the uh, Biden comments about the troops and the weapons heading over towards the Ukraine. And I said this a thousand times on the show, and I said this to you in our private chat. I have one simple rule when it comes to foreign policy under the Joe Biden administration. Whatever the hell he is doing, you better be on the other side because history will be on your side. So in other words, what what you're saying is whatever he's going to do, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because name me a time in his 40 years of public service that he's gotten anything foreign policy correct. He was four. It's over 40 of public service because he, yeah. you forget that he had a few years where he decided to lay low. That's um, true. Gulf War. First one. He got it wrong. Gulf War number two. Got it wrong. Al-Qaeda. Wrong. The War on Terror. He's gotten it wrong. The pullout of troops. And by the way, I think this is the one thing that pisses me off more than anything about this. The comment yesterday that he made. Basically saying we're not going to be able to securely get our personnel and citizens out of 
Ukraine. So what you're telling us is it's Afghanistan all over because you are a bunch of incompetent, bumbling morons. Um, did I not call that privately in our private chat? And now you're doing it publicly, Pat. I know. <laughs> but what, what, what the hell is going on? Now, the show's critical thinking, Pat. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Did, did you pay attention to your Twitter feed at all this weekend? A little bit. Why? Because I saw a whole lot of right-wing media. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of conservative folk on Twitter railing against going and putting troops in to Ukraine and not wanting to get into a war with Russia. Now, I think you and I have been very clear that we subscribe to the non-aggression principle. At least I do. I I don't know if I would necessarily put you in that category. But that, that's where I'm at. Unless this actually is a national interest, unless somebody is physically attacking the United States of America or a very strategic interest. For instance, like Taiwan, where we have a very strategic and more importantly, an entangled alliance, which we you know talked about a few weeks ago that we would love to get out of all of these things if we could. Right. But... Our entangling alliance in the Ukraine, right? In Ukraine, does what? What 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 national interest are we serving? Honestly. What national interest? But Russia? Russia, yes, they are a forever existential problem for us, right? Right. They would like to be the world's superpower, and that's where this all stems from. But, right. But as much as I agree with all of you on right wing Twitter, all of the conservative blue check marks, the Bill Crystals, the blah, blah, blahs, all weekend long, Pat. What are we doing going to war? Blah, 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 blah. CNN is on the side of war. They spent all weekend warmongering. As much as the conservative blue check marks and the uh, fans and, and all of that on Twitter, here's the harsh critical thinking reality. If that was Trump up there telling you this, you all would lick his boots. War, war, war. Am I wrong or am I right? I'm shocked. I'm shocked that a politician is a lawyer. Right, right. So um, I just uh, so I I I had I had I hashed it out with her. I said, look, like I understand what what you're saying. And I understand that there are a lot of imperfections with this bill. The biggest thing that I have an issue with with both of them is that I'm like, why are we using more government to influence education? These people are supposed to be conservative, first of all. So what's the whole big idea of using more government to solve a problem? That seems kind of ridiculous in of itself. I said, however, I understand what they're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. um, because there have been some bad teachers that 
have made this, you know, a, a thing. And she's like, well, so you're going to punish all good teachers for a few bad teachers? She's like, how would you feel if someone came and told you how to do your job and punished you because somebody else did something stupid? And I'm like, that's a fair point. It happens However, all the time. It's called licensure. Right. Um, I'm like, all of that's a fair point. But but here's the thing. I'm like, something has to happen here because what what what's the process now? How how do you how do you weed out these bad teachers? It's like, well, the district and the principals are you know are supposed to be able to figure this out. And I'm like, but you just said that they don't have time, and they don't and they don't have the the money or the resources to mm-hmm. do it. And I'm like, so how do you solve it? She's like, well, you just said it. We need more money. And no one wants to do that. I'm like, do you see the problem here? I'm like, I, I, I understand like why this, like parts of this bill are bad, but I also can't sign this petition. Yeah. And that, that set Mrs. Pat off. Oh, that pissed her off. So you, you, you didn't have any Sammy's made for you. The weekend. No, thankfully dinner already happened. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So this this makes my worst of the week because I don't like the idea of more government being involved with this. Um, yeah. and I wanted to do something different it, than, than what we usually do. Yeah, and to your to that point, Pat. I think you know when you're trying to correct a problem that's been created by government by creating more government it's right. always bad you're doing it wrong it doesn't matter if it's coming for, with an r behind its name or a d behind its name it doesn't matter not one bit not one scintilla does it matter i i will say this she did she did agree with me that you know teachers do need to be put in check and that you know there needs to be more transparency within the classroom um especially for certain subjects anymore um but i'm like i'm like this is in the wake of crt and teachers you know influencing their politics on the kids and all that sort of stuff i'm like this is this is all in the wake of that and I'm like, I'm sorry that you're in the crossfire of it all. Yeah, absolutely. It, I just, as you sent me these stories, I, I get why. Or- a different tactic, a bit of a different approach. And that's probably why President Biden and not his predecessor was able to rally the world and the global community and taking steps against uh, against Russia's aggression. Oh, that's um, also- um, um, hold on. Okay. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, 90% of all of the NATO countries under the previous president were completely paid in full. That's correct. I call that rallying around Ukraine. I call that rallying around our allies. What the hell is she talking about? Quickly. So she she's talking about how we're just going to bend over. And we're gonna gonna take the ass whooping, and Russia's gonna do whatever they want. Hey man, hey man, hey man! I'm not here for your therapy of your childhood. Uh, All right, I'm not, there's no therapy in my childhood here. What are you talking about, Andrew Coppins? Is there a concern that 
Nord Stream 2, if Russia were to make concessions or uh, retreat in some way, that that might open up the door to Nord Stream 2 going back online? Or is it your understanding that it is dead no matter what Russia does? Well, I would first say that, um, you know, the president has never been a supporter of Nord Stream 2. We've always uh, criticized it as a as a, a project that we didn't support. We took a range of steps and sanctions, including sanctions, to make that very clear. Uh, what the announcement made by the German chancellor today was uh, not by accident. It was at the conclusion of a range of diplomatic engagements and efforts by the president and members of our national security team and unity uh, from the Europeans about the fact that this could not move forward. We've never felt, the president didn't feel, that uh, issuing preemptive sanctions on that was the right step to take um but look where we are oh look where we are it's almost as if if you had a crystal ball and you were joe biden this would have been exactly what uh, the consequence of not doing anything on Nord Stream 2 would have looked like freaking weird by the way andrew coppers that's loosely translated as blah 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 and with that um i would like to bring back uh my co-host Padoni at the Padoni show. I'm at the Coppin show. Um, uh, how are you doing? Did you enjoy that interview with um, Jimmy Saki, Jen Saki's little brother? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Uh, and um, he, he's a very intelligent being. Um, he's Looks very an awfully being. a lot like you, though. Uh, you know, I, I, I do, I'm told I have doppelgangers out there, but uh, there's there's no relation. Are you sure? I'm positive. What are you positive for? Well, uh, I'm not from the South, first of all. Oh, okay. Um, Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And, Pat, I I have to say, congratulations on uh, beating your suspension. Well, yeah, I'm I'm a, a crafty little ginger. Mm-hmm. Some would um, have a different interpretation. I wonder if that's going to be uh, Jen Saki's brother's like hashtag. I'm a crafty little ginger. I don't know. We I'll have to ask at Jimmy Saki. Mm. That's right, folks. At at Jimmy Saki. That's where you can find the guest that we just had on. Probably our our biggest or maybe second biggest guest of all time on this show. I uh, mean, I, to I, get the I, little brother of the press secretary for the president of the United States. I know, right? I mean, that's huge. Not quite as big as Steve Dace. Wait a minute. What do you mean not quite as big as Steve Dace? Well, I'm assuming he's just not as big as Steve Dace is. I, you smelling what I'm cooking? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that having been said, Pat, um, we have a lot to get into, and why don't we start with um, the B or not the B? Let's have a little bit of fun. Okay. Because this is a WTF Wednesday, and it, um, the first half of the program wasn't WTF enough for you. We've got more coming your way in a little bit. 
but before we do that, let's try to earn some more of uh, Izzo's uh, Ponzi scheme money. Alrighty then. Uh, are you ready for today's headline? I'm about as ready as uh, Sue Bird is ready to retire from the WNBA. All right, then. Um, today's headline. Queen Elizabeth asked if she's taken ivermectin for COVID, responds with definitive nay. Queen Elizabeth asked if she's taken ivermectin for COVID, responds with definitive nay. <laughs> Hang on a second. Is this headline inferring that uh, she's a horse? I have no idea. Okay. Just asking. Yeah. Trying to get a hint. But while you're while you're thinking about the Andrew Coppins, folks, it, it was nice of Andrew um, and uh, Jimmy, who took over for me for the first half of the show, to let me sleep in a little bit. It was a long night last night. Um, got some good relaxation in this morning. So um, thank you for that. I, I uh, joined after Jim, Jimmy just, just left the show. Um, so I, it, I I would really love a pick-me-up sometimes, though, if I, if I could do it. Um, and then it's going to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. So that way you can be on time, unlike me, and actually have a decent morning. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Support small and local businesses. They are the official coffee of the Mojo Five O Network. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Find your different favorite flavors today. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Queen Elizabeth asked if she's taken ivermectin for COVID response and responds with definitive Nay, Andrew Coppins, is this the B or not the B? This has got to be the Babylon B because this is a great reference to horse deworming. Bra freaking bro. Bravo. Are are you sure? I'm 100% sure. I'm as sure as this as I'm sure that uh, Jimmy Saki is not really Jen Saki's little brother. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> 